0: Welcome to Chasing Creativity. I'm Kiran Manral. In every episode, I take a deep dive into what makes creative people tick, what makes them come up with their ideas, what makes them find the ideas they do, and what do they do when the well runs dry. Today, we're going to be talking to Anand Nilkantan. Anand wears many, many hats. He started out in the corporate world, then he moved completely into the creative space by writing books that went on to be bestsellers. And how? He then moved into the OTT and the serial and television, film, movie space, writing scripts, ideating, consulting. And now in his most recent avatar,
1: Anand has turned actor. Anand, welcome to Chasing Creativity. Hi Kiran, thank you. Thank you for inviting this. Uh, You should be the, I should be interviewing you rather. You are more senior to me writing books. Uh, Hello? (laughs) Hello?
0: Senior, ki baat we will ha- take for another time, Anand. Right now, you are the best-selling author out here and you are the one who has written these wonderful shows that have gone on to become so successful. Anand, I'm very curious, from a corporate job in a public sector, which was, I mean, public sectors we know are dull and boring as ditch water. How did Anand Deelikanthan make the switch from Indian oil to writing such rich and varied and interesting stories.
1: Precisely for that reason. no, It was dull and boring <laughs> that I wanted to get out. <laughs> Initially, I enjoyed the job. But soon the midlife crisis hit much before I had reached my midlife. So I wanted to get out because I am somebody who cannot sit quiet for some time. So, as of now, this is like a punishment for this podcast. (laughs) uh, The director has asked me not to move at all. This is your naughty (laughs) corner for the
0: next hour.
1: (laughs) So, it was like I just wanted to get out of the corporate job, uh, find some other avenues. I, st- I started exploring various things. I started drawing again. I used to draw a lot of cartoons of my teachers when I was in school and get punished, uh, thrown out. So you the class.
0: have experience of the naughty corner from a long time back in your uh, childhood. Usually City. it
1: was outside the classroom.
0: <laughs> so this is inside it the room. It was
1: more fun looking outside, seeing the cows grazing, girls roaming around, playing, all those things. That was a much better way of getting punished
0: so tell us a bit about your childhood, because you come from Kerala, you grew up in Kerala and Kerala is this land which is, of course, beautiful visually, but it's also rich with so much mythology and so much of uh, culture. How much of storytelling, how much of what you learned and what you imbibed and what you this thing sort of stayed with you all your life and then finally dr- gushed out when, before you hit your midlife crisis? I just-
1: Kirani, as you know, I write mainly on based on Hindu Puranas. So, I grew up in a village which has got more temples than necessary. Almost 108 temples.
0: 108 in one village?
1: Yeah, one village.
0: So, even if you do one a week...
1: So it's not just that. In Kerala temples, what happens is annual festivals are there. So, every year, all these temples will have chain festivals, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. <laughs> lot of cultural activities, lot of sound pollution, of course. Crackers will be there, elephants will be there, drumming will be there. And lot of temple art, Storytelling So this is a very ancient town This is called Tripunitra where I grew Tripunitra is like The capital of Cochin kingdom And Cochin, as you know Is a successor Of the ancient Chera kingdom Which is mentioned In Ramayana Mahabharata and uh, all those things. Uh, so it is that uh, old, uh, even few kilometers away, 30-40 kilometers away is the ancient capital of Musarees. Uh, and then Fort Cochins are all historic places. No? Musarees is like since Roman time, it is uh, famous. Roman time before that, even in, uh, it has mentions in even Old Testament in biblical times also, like Solomon's, uh, this thing, many things had gone from this kind of ports, Ten uh, Days, and all kind of ports. So, it's a very historical place connected culturally across the world for centuries. So, stories have traveled from various other parts to there. So, stories have traveled from here to various other parts of the world. Of course, Shankarajarya's birthplace also is in the same district. So, all these things had given a good cultural vibe and my family also This was a part and parcel of my growing up. All the storytelling tradition. And one thing about Kerala is apart from the classical tradition, apart from the classical Sanskrit Brahminized tradition, the folk tradition is also equally active. So there is a lot of subaltern telling. Mm-hmm. Then reading, of course, was always prized in Kerala, lots of libraries uh, right from the childhood. One of the library in our village was inaugurated by Mahatma Gandhi himself. Really, he's so like old. It's called Mahatma Library. It's uh, like old libraries and all those things are there in and around. So all these things, uh, I think, has played a good part. Mm-hmm. So when I decided to write, I was the last person who could have written the college romance or anything like that. I usually joke about my friend that uh, I didn't have even quarter girlfriend, so I. How can I <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote what I am familiar with. I wrote about Ravana. I wrote about Duryodhana. I wrote about Bali. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> the benefit to us readers is Anna Nilkantan didn't even have quarter girlfriend. <laughs> forget half <laughs> <our> girlfriend. So <laughs> Anna, tell me. You just told me uh, while we were chatting outside that first you made your retirement plan. You created the resort at Vayanad, which you have. It is a beautiful resort. And then you got down to writing. When you create, when you sit down to write, I'm very curious because I'm a writer myself. What is your process like? Do you need that peace and quiet and that shant atmosphere? You know, like workers, we just work wherever we have to work.
1: I think most of the writers, including you, I'm sure, Kiran, can work anywhere, isn't it, I have some episodes of uh, C.A.K. Ram, Chakravarti, Ashoka and all which I wrote. I have uh, finished it in the railway station, in the local trains in Mumbai. What could be more chaotic than that? That's true. Sometimes I like some quiet, I go to my resort. But mostly when I go there, some ideation happens but not much of writing happens. Two things are there. One, it is my resort so the staff will come with a lot of complaints. <laughs> My wife runs it uh, and she is a taskmaster so it's better that they approach me. They think that I am more uh, lenient <laughs> because I don't want to be disturbed. I say, okay, okay, what salary is okay, do whatever you want. So I get disturbed. <laughs> well, that is one thing. Second thing, it's a place with a lot of monkeys and other things. So I keep uh, sit and watch them rather than ride. Okay. It's a very jungle kind of place with an excellent view and all. I don't think I am marketing my resort here.
0: Please but- <laughs> do. Please feel free. <laughs> We all need good getaways. <laughs> we all need to find It's pipe a
1: getaway in. rather. So, uh, my most of my ideation may happen there. I go once in a month, three, four days. But my writing can happen any place, anywhere.
0: So, it's like a workman's uh, schedule. What is your schedule like? How does Anand need content write? Uh, my schedule is
1: morning. I'm a morning person. Usually by 4, 4.15 I'm up. That's early? Uh, that early I'm up. Because everybody sleeps at that time. Okay. So, it's the most peaceful time. Only I'll be awake even my dog will be sleeping. So, <laughs> it's a there's peace. Time. Yes. So that gives me a lot of speed to write. After that, there, that is where I write my books. Okay. Television and all, whenever they want, I have to write. So I write whenever, whatever is possible. But I write a lot. I'm, that way I'm quite prolific because the number of, uh, almost 700 hours of television, two films, uh, now what all, uh, around 13 books, eight, nine shows, uh, then around the uh, last six years of columns in newspapers, uh,
0: so that's a lot of writing that you get done. And what I find important, Anand, and what I think we need to talk about and what, you know, the misconception that a writer will write when creativity and inspiration strikes them. I think it's a very workmanlike discipline that we
1: bring to the table. This kind of concept I had when I was an amateur writer, not as a professional writer. An amateur writer writes when he has or she has mood. And that mood never comes. (laughs) So you procrastinate. (laughs) A professional writer doesn't have that luxury. So you have to write wherever it is, whenever it is, however it is. And try to make it right. Oh, no better than me. No? You will be writing anytime you want, whatever time you feel like.
0: Uh, no, my computer is on, and then in between, my life is like, Bhabi, ki mein kya banana? What is kya banana? In between, that I have to do all my writing. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> that way, this uh, is an unfair world. It's tougher to be in your gender, perhaps, uh, because uh, expectation of the society, even if you whatever uh, this thing is in, the expectation from the family and the society and the kids forces you.
0: At the end of the day, if you have chosen to be a writer, you write regardless. You just have to write. I find it very fascinating, Anand. Let's go back to your first book and when you burst upon the scene and then we'll come back to the rest of your work. Ajaya and Asura, you chose to tell stories of the antagonists. You chose to retell the epics from their perspective. What made you think that their stories needed retelling? I'm sure you've spoken of this before, but it's so difficult to zero in from which perspective you're going to write a story. And how did you come no, up For first? me,
1: it was easier no? because other thing has been done to death. Hmm. So many times it has been told every time. What has happened, what we follow now is mostly the devotional era Ramayana and Mahabharata. But in India, always we had uh, this subaltern telling. Lots of them are in folktales. So, my stories draw more from folktales and oral tradition and all. So, that's why I thought what will happen if I think the story like many of the and the tribal poets and all have done. Think it from another angle and see how it works. So, it's not just uh, Ravana and uh, Duryodhana I have seen. I have seen through Bali and the last work. Uh, not the one which is coming. The one Nalada Mehendi is coming next month. Next month. month. But the one which came last year, the Valmiki's women, it's a short story collection. It was seeing Ramayana from the perspective of almost forgotten women like Mantara, Tataka and Shanta. Shanta is a sister of Ram which many people may not be aware of. Not even be aware of, that's true. So, through their perspective, I are seeing it. So, I try to tell it from the, uh, not just what you call the antagonist perspective, even from the minor character perspective, which gives a different flavor to the age-old stories.
0: You've written a lot in the space of mythology, but you've also written history. So, what are the challenges between these two? Because, you know, some people tend to think mythology and history overlap, but that's not true. There is a distinct difference between the two. So, what are your challenges of writing in a mythological space versus writing in a historical space?
1: I think mythological space or the Indian Puranic space gives you more leeway.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it has got lot of variations and lots of stories you can play around. Play around in the sense, I am not telling it in a negative sense. You get a lot of margin to tell it from various places because there are so many versions of it available. So something or other will be available in some version or another. Whereas history, what has happened is it has been a prisoner of certain viewpoints.
0: Mm-hmm-hmm. And you need to reclaim it from those things yeah. or...
1: Reclaiming can also go to the other extreme. Okay. So, there is a tight balance that you need to work. It is a very tough balance which we are yet to find as a country. You swing from one end to other when when you are talking historical things. Historical characters are historical characters. They would have done anything depending on the kind of, for example, the Taj I wrote uh, recently. Taj, yes. So, historical fiction. Hmm. But when you are writing historical fiction, what happens is, what, what you have to understand is, they were all playing politics. For that, like present-day politicians, they would have used religion. Hmm. Definitely. Religion has always been used in across the humanity, right from the dawn of civilization.
0: And history and politics is a volatile combination always. Always. always.
1: Uh, politics and religion has always been played, one way or another. So, it is very difficult when you start looking um, history from one, one angle or another. Uh, so far... It was swinging to one extreme, now it is trying to swing to the other extreme. I don't want to go into that, but you understand what I am saying. There is no correct form of telling what it is what. Either some of the historical characters are pure villains or they are superheroes. Hmm,
0: there is no nuance, there is no There grave. is no
1: nuance and uh, this who is a hero, who is a villain keeps uh, changing from who is telling this. Yeah. None of these people were super heroes or super villains. They were just, some have done uh, horrible things more, some have done less of horrible things, that's all. But we are judging them from today's morality and ethics. In their era, uh, they would not have been judged like that. Because politics was uh, played with sword. Now it is played uh, more with lies and propaganda and less with sword.
0: That's a very estate statement, others, <laughs> 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 But you're very true. You're very right about that. From politics, from religion, from history, tell us something about fantasy, Rise of Sivagami, Bahubali, the most famous thing that we all know about and which everybody is curious about that last thing in their mind, something that haunts them. Why did you not give our readers, our viewers closure?
1: Closure came, no? In which way closure didn't come? I was contractually bound by not to tell it. Not to tell it. That's one thing. And I had written the prequel of it. Sure. Uh, official prequel of it. I was a part of the team and uh, Rajamouli sir had commissioned me to write the prequel of the entire things. But the entire team members were committed not to say it to anyone contractually bound. So I was not fond of ending up in uh, jail or something <laughs> like that. So I didn't want to tell. <laughs> sensible, sensible.
0: <laughs> you have shifted track. First, of course, you went from corporate to creative writing. You wrote your books. Now you're like almost completely into the space of writing for television, writing scripts, writing uh, OTT shows. And you've done some wonderful things. You've done uh, Sia K. Ram, Ashoka, Mahabali, Anuman, Chakravarti, Sarfaroosh. And now most recently is Taj on Z5.
1: Taj and Swaraj in Duridarshan.
0: Swaraj you've acted in. You've I written, wrote and acted. Uh, you wrote acted, and acted. acted like Anand, you are becoming multi-talented and multi-talented and you're the saving producers of, money. kind
1: of things a man has to do to run his family. You should have tears in your eyes when you ask.
0: it. <laughs> now we will get into another gender debate about that. So let's not get into that. Tell me, what is the difference between writing a book and writing a show or writing a film?
1: The difference is one is um, when you're writing a book, no, you are the boss uh, until yeah. you write it. Mostly, now since uh, so many books are coming and editors don't have the luxury, you are the actual boss now.
0: Are any editors going to be listening to this? (laughs) I wonder. Are the editors going to listen to
1: this? (laughs) Not just that. See, they trust you also after some time what you are writing. Whereas uh, the other thing, you are not even in the level 10. If There are 10 levels where the director is at the top.
0: The producer above him.
1: Producer above him, the writer comes one level below the spot boy.
0: One level (laughs) below the spot Spot boy. boy. I (laughs) thought you were going to say above the spot boy. Below the spot boy. Okay.
1: So that's the naked truth. This is the foundation of it. No, script is a foundation of it. In India, it's very sad that comparatively two sad and happy truths I'm going to say here. (laughs) Haji. One is I make my living out of scripts, even though I have sold. I 1.6 uh, million copies, uh, 13 books, uh, 16 languages. But my living comes from my script. That is a good part of it, happy part of it. The sad part of it that in the show industry, mm. the least paid... Is a writer.
0: This is an important lesson for everyone out there who is thinking that I am going to quit this boring corporate job and write books full time. Please listen to Anand. <laughs> He's giving wise and sensible advice here.
1: No, I won't say, I won't be thankless and say writing won't give. I am living on writing. I quit my corporate job and living on writing. But uh, that is because I am passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But believe me, corporate job is boring but easier. It is. It's far, far easier. This is like living on the edge. Mm-hmm. Always. Some people only can stand it. So that's why I made my resort. And any day I feel like this is not my thing, I'll go there, stay there, run that, buy two cows, have four coconut trees, <laughs> renew my ration <laughs> card, and keep writing books.
0: <laughs> so your retirement plan is in place,
1: then <laughs> So writing in for the show, your say is very less because it is a totally commercial industry. Mm-hmm. So like I was writing this film… It's going to be a big, big film which going on floor. And uh, the director told me, you know what, uh, this is a 300, 300, it's a two-part film. 300 crore, 300 crore, 600 crore film. And one page you write is worth the producer, some worth in the sense, the producer will be putting approximately 10 to 15 crores on that one page because one page is one minute. One minute to one and a half minutes. Sir.
0: No pressure. 10 crores, one page. No pressure on the writer.
1: <laughs> Total pressure, right? <laughs> So you write one page extra. It's like uh, three to four days of schedule, 2,000 people will be working for it and uh, 10 to 15 crores you'll be spending on it. The producer will be spending on it. So each line, each word has to be precise. And this will go on getting revised until, until the even at the editing table it will get revised. So if you have an ego as a writer, please take it, get a good safe. put your ego in that lock it and throw the key into the sea, and then go to the center.
0: <laughs> very sensible advice. I remember something you told me a long time back, Anand. You said when you write now, you think of it as scene-wise
1: in a visual way. Can you expand a bit more on that? My writing always had been very visual. That is the reason why I got, perhaps the directors had told me, right from Rajamouli sir to all the big means famous uh, directors have worked with in some capacity or another uh, in the country whether it is in from the south or in the bollywood uh, i am waiting for the hollywood call
0: it will come soon don't <laughs> you worry it will come soon enough so
1: They said uh, my writing is visual. It's reading more like a screenplay. Okay. I don't have this soap story of uh, coming to Mumbai, living under a flyover, chased by the police, waiting for five rupee vada pav, sweating, and finally somebody finding me. And no, I came in parachute perhaps. I wrote a novel. People liked it. (laughs) And they started calling me and uh, it just happened. That way, I'm very lucky that I don't have that struggling period actually.
0: No, you're modest. You're modest. Of course, it was your work that got you noticed. And if it wasn't worth it, nobody would have No, you. I didn't
1: stay under a flyover. You didn't
0: stay <laughs> under a flyover.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, it was always visual. So, uh, I have this why that there are two reasons. One is English uh, is not my forte. I studied in an ordinary government school and I started speaking English only after college perhaps.
0: Okay, so that's very commendable Anand that, you know, coming to it so late, you have written so such successful books in the language and Malayalam is your first language and you write beautifully in Malayalam, I'm told. I don't read the language, but you have written in Malayalam also.
1: Malayalam is my mother tongue, Malayalam is my first language. So I think in Malayalam and then still when I write, I think first in Malayalam. Okay. And then I write it.
0: Do you ever find a gap between the two languages when you're trying to get the exact word? Because you're self-translating.
1: Problem with English is English is not um, for Indian. I write Indian stories, right? I'm not writing stories and I write for Indian audience. I'm not writing the typical Indian novel for the white skin Hmm. where you sell Hmm. the poverty of India and win prices.
0: Yeah, yeah, poverty porn. Yeah,
1: it's a poverty porn, no? Like yeah. from slum dog millionaire, is a poverty porn. What, what the hell is that? Okay. Else is that? So, r r r, are are an answer for that. We tell our stories our way and take it global.
0: That's a wonderful example. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, I write it for so. Even when I was writing this, when my editors used to say, "You italicize the." Word dharma, karma and all I said to hell with it. If uh, a white man writes writes anything, they are not thinking an Indian will read it and they will put a asterisk and try to explain it. This is our English, Indian English. I am not going to explain anything. I expect my reader to know what is Dharma. I expect my reader to know who is Ram, who is Ravan, who is that. That many people only need to read it. We are 150 crore people. If we cannot sell it, let us not sell it.
0: And yet your books have been translated into how many 11 languages? 16 languages. 16 languages, and also Indonesian. Any Indonesian, other? Indonesian,
1: Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. Then Bangladeshi, Bengali.
0: Oh, lovely! So, and there was no need for asterisks and italics in all this process. They they will get the words when they want to get it.
1: See, these are all extended Indian culture, no Indonesian yeah. and other things. They are had to go to the West. When it goes, let it go. Uh, that's a separate thing. So, why I was writing visually is because my language skills are limited. Mm-hmm. So, it's better that I visualize it and try to tell it like a small kid tells it. That's how I write it. Because that much English vocabulary only I had. Later, since I have been writing for donkeys years now, my vocabulary and the language flow might have slightly increased, which I am really scared. It should not end up in loss of sales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With that, Anand has come to the nub of uh, sales, best-selling literary versus commercial fiction, and all the debates <laughs> that we keep happening, we keep having all the time about, from writing to acting. Yet another shift in your creative uh, portfolio what made you take up acting and what made you was it curiosity was it desire to try a new medium was it another retirement plan
1: it was an accident actually okay was a mistake also. See, I was writing for this uh, Swaraj for Duridarshan continuously. So that is a, this uh, thing on each episode is uh, about one freedom fighter, unknown freedom fighter of India in the last 500 years. who has okay. fought Dutch, Portuguese, British, some king or other one, which are not very well known. So this is a Duridarshan project, right? It's hmm. coming, in, it has come in all languages now. So what happened is one of the characters was a, uh, from Tamil Nadu, Virabande Kattabaman, there was one villain character. Hmm. But here, the shooting was happening here. And the actor who was taken to play this was not able to pronounce many of the uh, place names, character, other character name and other. Okay. So, I was in the set and I was continuously correcting the language and the dialogues and all that. So, the director said uh, he was fed up because this shooting has to be done. He said, why don't you try? (laughs) Okay. So, I had just gone for the morning to come back in the evening. I had to stay back for three days (laughs) and… I became that main villain in that episode of Attapan Iker. I became the villain. That was was how my acting, as I said, no, I don't have the history of looking for chance. It just falls on you. And the poor actor was supposed to play the main villain. He became a spy cleaning the shoes of the British and overhearing it. So you would be cursing me. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) I became the actor. That was seen by some ad agency, casting agency. So they called me for one ad. That led to another ad. So, so far now three. And now one director has called for a film as a character role. At this, uh, I am nearing 50. Next year, I'll be 50. So, I don't uh, think anybody will use me as the hero. Character actor is safe. I can act up until I am 1995
0: or even 100. Never say never, Anand. You never know. (laughs) We might just see you romancing somebody someday soon on our screens.
1: (laughs) Let your words be true. I wish. So, when it happened, it happened. That's how the shift happened. Now I am enjoying it. So, if any directors or producers are hearing this, uh, you can hire me, not just you can hire me also as an actor, apart from giving the screenplay contract to me.
0: So, one by one free as they say. pick free. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. <laughs> two in one. Two in one. You know, when we were young, we had two in one recording <laughs> yeah. and playing. So, now this is Anand Neelkanton offering two in one services. He will write the script for you and he will also act in your production. Please hire him. Anand, writing for adults is a different ballgame completely from writing for children. And you have recently ventured into writing for children and it's very challenging to write for children because a you have to simplify to the barest detail and yet retain the interest and what was your experience of writing your very, children's very tough. yeah uh, so
1: i didn't have the confidence until i had finished my 10 books okay uh, not that it's a magic number or anything but i was still not confident to write for children but uh, i tell a lot of stories to kids a lot of kids come to me and i tell stories to them and all so that way i meant to grow up so
0: which is the best way to be for any creative people <laughs>
1: So I thought why not tell the way I tell the kids. So it is, there, are, there is no morality. Lot of people asked, what is the moral of your book? Mm-hmm. I write about Asura kids. I write about naughty Asuras. So my first book uh, two years back uh, with Penguin Puffin, it had come. The Tale of Naughty Asuras, uh, Asura Kids. Mm-hmm. Now it's a chapter book series uh, okay. which is coming. So uh, one chapter, is so five to. the other one is for 10 year old. This is for 5 to 7 year old with a okay. lot of pictures and other things. One story, a book. With a lot of pictures. So, this introduced uh, the Indian Puranas to the kids. Uh, How lovely. In a very entertaining fashion. Not the typical. But because what I found was, though there are a lot of good books, they are written by adults for adults uh, who wants to impose their ideas on children.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And give
1: morality, good moral tales. So, what kids do know, they will hear it for their parents' sake and then go and watch Tom and Jerry or uh, <laughs> something that comes from the West. We are not presenting it in a very entertaining fashion. So, what I have done is I have tried to make it as funny and as entertaining as possible for the kids. So, I had done the test dose before writing it, called the kids of that age and they thrash 9 out of 10 stories. So, whatever <laughs> they approve, that only comes as books. So, I hope it will work.
0: So, your focus group is like already set and you have done all the I research. I got
1: a lot of uh, what I call Beta readers. Beta readers. Beta readers. <laughs> <laughs> a lot in lot my colony they come and I tell the story so like instead of beta readers I call them better be- readers, readers. Beta readers. <laughs> they, I tell them the story and whatever they accept only I am putting it as a book so the first book also did well I hope this is going as a series Okay, series of books chapter books
0: and are you planning to like expand it into a regular thing are you going to be writing regularly for yeah, children yeah. apart from this series them, of books uh,
1: I have decided that I will come up one by one. There are so many stories to be told. And most of them are like moral tales which kids don't want. I wanted to tell it the way what they are used to. They are more used to the fun way of telling stories which is coming from the West. Okay. So, I want to tell our stories the same way. It should be like, a, and I'm trying to make an animation film out of it also. So How wonderful. So, talks are uh, happening. So, soon all these books will be animated films also for the kids.
0: How wonderful. That sounds absolutely fabulous. And what's coming up next?
1: Lot of things are coming up. Uh, that uh, films, uh, film based on Mahabharata, which I said, that is coming up. Uh, then, uh, two series are coming for the OTT platform. With Rohan Sipi, one is coming. One is with Rakesh from Prashmara. The film is coming. Based on Mahabharata, two film series. Then I have the next audio book. I had written the Many Ramayanas, Many Lessons. Now Many Krishnas, Many Lessons is coming for Audible. Then Audio Drama is coming in Storytell, Amba. Then the biggest one is Naladamenti is coming. Penguin is coming as Naladamendi. The book is already on the pre-order. This is uh, my first uh, comedy book. Comedy book. Because usually all my books are a bit serious, no? Like it's all, if you call the classical sense, if you call, they are like tragedies, great tragedies, no? Like Ravana, he dies in the end. Duryodhana, he dies in the end. This is one thing, Vali, Vanarai, he dies in the end. Shivagami is a very intense book, Book. uh, the Bahubali one. This one is fun book. This I wrote with my hand. Ah, so, what I found, I, you would have observed it, no? the medium which we you write, write with. it changes. So, when I write with hands, no, it's uh, my natural instincts are coming out. Uh-huh. So, it is more, hum- I used to write a lot of humor stories uh, when I was writing in Malayalam. So, this when I wrote with my hand, it came out as a big comedy kind of thing. I hope people will laugh at the right places and not at me. <laughs> but it <laughs> is the first comedy book which I am writing. It is a romantic comedy a, like
0: romantic a, comedy, that a romantic
1: comedy. It's a romantic comedy. Of say. course, it's a romance. Romance. Of so, it's a romantic comedy t- uh, written like a, a Disney film or something like that. No, It goes in that way. So, uh, this is an experiment for me also. It was written with hand. So, this is uh, one book... Uh, which will decide whether I should continue writing comedy or go back to writing very intense books. I would love to write more comedies actually.
0: I'm sure we would love to read more comedies from you also. And thank you so much Anand and congratulations on Nal Damyante and all the shows and movies that are coming up. And we look forward to more from your pen and more from you on the screen. So, I hope so. <laughs> and I hope that romantic hero role comes soon and we let, let's hope it manifests all the very best.
1: Romance can happen at any age. So I agree with you.
0: Thank you. And that's a wrap on this episode of Chasing Creativity. We were chatting with Anand Nilakantan. Follow me on social at Kiran Mandral and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We are available on Spotify, Binge Pods, Apple Podcasts and all the other major platforms. See you soon.